Trill when your boy Trill pass. Give your chick whip blast. I don't even wanna ask him get your money. Chickens come a dime a dozen just because my name is buzzing. They just wanna suck a suck cause I don't give them bitches nothing. All I do, count my dough. Tell Shirley to play a role. Twist the slide up in your nose. Know. Wash your panties, hit the flow. Then I'm off, spin the block. Gotta get back to the guap. Money ain't going wait. So this hustle ain't gon' stop. That What's up? It's your girl, Miss TML. I am here at Up North City Girls Podcast Show 2022. I got all my Up North ladies with me. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How have you guys been since season one? Let's chat. Let's talk. So we need to we need to talk about this power. Yes. <laughs> Yo, everybody's getting ready for that season finale. Oh, I don't oh, see it. it. You all seen yeah. it? Because you, you know what? Because I didn't want to get on social media. I didn't want to get on social media and see a whole bunch of memes and they give away like who died or what happened. So I really was like, okay, I usually wait till Sunday night, but I was like, okay, this is about to be live. I got to watch it tonight. Now I'm going to have something to do after we finish our show. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to watch it again because I went to sleep and woke up just to see it. You did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I sure did. Yeah. Woke up at 11.30, like, oh, I got a half hour to go. <laughs> Like, listen, let's get it. No, it was, it was good. It was good, you know. It was a lot good? Of, it- a lot of stuff going on. hmm Oh, yeah. That damn Tyreek. Oh, Jesus. I love it. So what do you Tyreke. think about Tommy's show? I didn't oh, you I know seen it. It was good. I didn't watch I that one. Me neither. I just watched it. Yeah, I thought it was good. You, you thought it was good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. do you think that it gives you a better outlook on who Tommy is and where he's at? Well, in you to- got to remember, you got to remember the whole timeline. Remember, he just left. So the force is him still traveling to get to California. And wow. this first episode, he just stops in Chicago. You know what I mean? And he causes right. ruckus. So, no, it is good. I think it's pretty good. Okay. So far, but you gotta remember the storyline. Remember, he just left. So technically, right. he's on the road. He's supposed to be heading to Cali, but he makes a stop in Chicago, and then he's acting a fool down there. So yeah, it was good. I thought it was good. Okay. Now that's crazy. Shout out yeah. to Power. I mean, I think Shout out that to Fifty Cent. That man is a mastermind. Right. 50 is crazy with the creativity. His creativity level is wild. And bringing all these new artists to light. You know what I mean? Like, he was on, I don't know what um, cover that I've seen, but it's just so many careers that he's helped to further, in Mm -hmm. you know, in the acting field in Hollywood. And that's dope. Like, making waves. That's that's what we need. Black networks. Right. Oh, yeah. So, how do you guys feel about Kim and Kanye? I really wish they would keep their business to themselves. I know Kim is trying to, but it's hard with Kanye. Like, 
he needs to stop and think about the kids because he's right. just, I feel like he's embarrassing his oldest daughter with the whole thing. Like, okay, your daughter has a TikTok, but it's being monitored. She's on it with her mother. You know, right. the comments are off. So it's not like there's anything going on that she shouldn't be doing. Like, mm-hmm. Different from her being in these tabloids and them posting pictures of them kids. Like, why is it okay when it's paparazzi, but it's not okay for her to do something that most kids are doing anyways? Right. Yeah. I mean, she's a a child who's been subjected to social media her whole life. Right. Right. You sold her pictures. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, what do you think she's gonna be exposed to? And I mean, TikTok is taking over Facebook. Yeah. In so many ways. I just read something that they were talking about how Facebook has, you know, went down since TikTok and all the followers are going to TikTok. People rather watch videos than, you know, than read. Right. Well, you guys got to think about it. It's not just TikTok. They're going through a very nasty divorce. So anything Kim does, Kanye is just like throwing it. He's like times in it, like multiplying the situation. Like, so apparently their baby Chicago had a birthday party and Kanye was mad because he didn't get an invitation. But well, Kim thought he still ended up there because he went on social media and he was airing out the business. Right. So, but Kim thought that, you know, she was going to have a party, then he was going to have a party for her. Mm-hmm. So it's like Kim is just, I mean, not Kim, Kanye is just stirring up the pot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every chance he gets, he's like, he's just stirring it up. That persona that I'm entitled. Yeah, right. he's the richest so. black man. That's his new thing. I'm the richest black man. Right. I can't see my daughter. I can't see my kids. Yeah, I'm not about to do this to this black man. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, and 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 it's a level of narcissism. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. where. It's definitely like he controlled what she wore. He controlled, you know, and now he's doing it to the new chick. And I'm like, she's no Kim, Kanye. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know her before she was dating Kanye. I don't know where her career is, but I just feel like you're picking girls that you could easily dispose of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you're never going to get over Kim now because you feel like she left you. Like, and at the end of the day, I think that he utilized that brand. He utilized the Kardashian brand to wear his clothes, to get his clothes to where he is in regards to his billion dollar status. I mean, and I just I, I just think as much as they built, have some more respect for her. You know what I'm saying? Because she stayed down with him no matter what throughout the, you know, the breakdowns, the meltdowns, all the things that he was going through, she stuck by him. Like, yeah. and you're, you're, you're talking about the man that she's with has AIDS and there's all right. these other type of rumors that it, it's just like childish behavior. Like you buy a house next door to her. How comfortable do you think you make her feel having another life without you? You're next door. Right. Like, Yeah, but he said he want to do that because he want his kids to know they can always go right across the street from him. He said that's why he bought that house right across the street from her. But, but if he keeps going with these cases, it's going to make him, the, yeah, the I, judge is going to be like, no, you're going to have to stay 100 feet away from him. <laughs> so he's going to have to get his stuff in check. You know what I mean? Because he's going a little, he's spiraling out, if you act. Right. 
Like, it's just like a rational decision that he's making. And it's like, now the cleanup is not there like that no more. The Kardashians are not backing you. You know what I mean? You're making irrational, you know, decisions. And it's like, I think they've helped to kind of keep a lot of that stuff suppressed. That we didn't really know when Kanye was going through his meltdowns and breakdowns. Exactly. And then it's like, I feel like you're so concerned about North being on social media, but yet you don't have a problem putting it out there like your mama almost was about to have an abortion. Like, dude, make it make sense. Exactly. Like, you're putting out way more damaging info than she's doing with the children. Mm-hmm. Like, he just doesn't see it. I don't know if he's not on the meds, what's going on. Like, he needs to always there. me, pity me. Like, no. You know, it's like if anybody's putting the business out there, it's him. It's not even right. her. She wants right. to do this quietly. Like Kim's a quiet, she's a private person. Even though she's in the limelight, she's not right. the type to want to put her problems and business out there like he's doing. But exactly. after a while, you got to be like, okay, I need to speak because you over there just saying the most. <laughs> it look like it's one thing. And there's three sides to the story. Yours, mine, the truth. Like Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's hard because again, I think she's taking the high road, you know, as much as possible, even despite all the slander and you know disrespect that he's like, when is enough is enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, even the thing that I heard about he he compensated the um he he has the second tape for her and Ray J. Like, why would you put that out there in social media? About your kid's mother. She has four children by you. Like, right. now you do that? And then I don't know how I feel about him making a song with the game after you know the game and mess with him, cooking a McDonald's and some more. Like, she's like, what are you doing? Right. Like, if that, I mean, it's, he's just, he's a lot. a lot. He just needs. <laughs> Honestly, Kanye ain't been right since his mother passed, and that's just really the real story. He has not been right. He didn't have a chance to breathe. He needed counseling. Like, Maybe he need to be with a sister to get his ass in check. Like, right. I don't know. I don't even think a sister gonna be bothered with that mask. I mean, and that's the thing. You've never really dated. You've seen him date black women, but I mean, has he ever really, you know, showed us a, a a black woman? No, like, and I think it's because there's a level of probably, you know, she would tell him Nobody's about herself. Nobody's with that craziness. Exactly. <laughs> oh, hold on. You know, once they get money, they start going. Right. They'll be thinking the other side is better. Look at Michael Jackson. Right? Right. Right. Changes oh, his whole no color reason. to white. You know. Right. So it's like once they get that level of money, it's almost like the shades of color kind of just disappear. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. It's true, though. Like, and that's what we got to pay attention to, you know? Like, everybody's not going to be the same forever. You know what I'm saying? No. So you got to be able to weather the storm through this, you know, mental health thing sometimes with people. You have to go through depression. You have to go through anxiety. I was just talking to somebody, you know, and their partner is dealing with dealing with depression. Okay. And within her depression, she doesn't want to have sex. She doesn't want to do things, you know, in regards to cleaning the house or taking care of the children. And he's like, listen, all she does is stay at home all day. I'm the one who provides. I'm the one who does everything. He's like, I'm ready to go out and cheat. 
So, I, you know, and it's like, and we've been together for nine years. So I said to him, I'm like, well, you know me. <laughs> like, you got to take care of your needs. You got to tell her what your needs are. And if she's not able to meet your needs, then you guys need to be just co-parents. Yeah. Let's get down to the nitty gritty of this. Like, if you have certain needs and your partner's not willing to provide those needs, what are you supposed to do? Right. And you've expressed what you need. And it's still like, listen, boo, I get you depressed, but just lay there. Let me do me. <laughs> you ain't in it. Sometimes we're not in it and we still do it. Right. Lay there. Lay like, there. Be depressed. Let me, I, I just need five minutes. Just five minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but as a woman, I would feel a way if I wasn't able to satisfy my partner's needs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why would he have to go out somewhere else and be with somebody else? That's something that I'm not doing for. You know, as a woman, we we start to wonder that. I think when you find out your other, you know, significant other is cheating on you or whatever, whatever. But we also have to look in within ourselves is what are we not providing that they might need? Girl, right. about you, you know? be providing them whatever they, everything, and they still might just be like, you know what? Right. He might I'm just saying, feel, knowing that she's going through the depression, well, look, well, if you know, I'm about to get it, but he probably was already getting it. You know what I mean? Right. You just never know. Honestly, you just never know. Yeah. Well, you can be the total package. I mean, you've seen it with these celebrities. You know, you can be the total right. package. Right. Yeah, that don't mean anything. You get your own money, and they still go. Beautiful. I mean, it don't wait a minute. Please. I was watching the Janet Jackson story and like, wait, Jermaine Dupree, you had Janet. Janet. Icon legend Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. And because women that were talking to you that would have never looked at you before is the reason why you cheated. Like, right. if anything, that should have made you be like, I don't even want y'all even more. Like, I got like, right. total she's a total package. And this fool, but that was even her with. But look at how she did Bobby, right? You know what I'm saying? Bobby wasn't the total package for her. Like, mm -hmm. this is only right. what it is. Like, I mean, I think as humans, we understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we right. we have to decide when it's time to walk away and disconnect because there's a lot of people that live within, you know, in their homes and they're not together, yeah, mentally, mm -hmm. physically. You know what I'm saying? They're just they're just basically roommates. It's right. real. It's a lot of that that happens. I've seen, you know, growing up like that, couples that haven't, you know, been intimate for years, things like that. So it's like, I think you just have to make that decision. Like, okay, this ain't working for me. Like, and I didn't know what to say to homie. Like, I was just kind of like, I mean, go cheat if you got to. But, you know, I mean, I, like, I don't know. Like, it's been how many years? Three years she ain't trying to, what? Hold on. I, you oh, know, wow. then I want to say she might be doing it somewhere else. She never know. Right. <laughs> yeah, after three years, I, I mean, don't right. even stay in the relationship. Just be like, look, I'm out. Like, exactly. So we have the artist on the stream. I'm actually going to open him up. I want you guys to give a warm welcome to Ray Trilogy. Loyalty family in the building, my guy. In the head, yeah, I'm always in the sun. You hear that damn sound when your boy trail pass.
give you a check with blast. I don't even wanna ask me get your money. Chickens come a dime a dozen just because my name is buzzing. They just wanna suck a suckers. I don't give them bitches nothing. All I do, count my dough. Tell Shirley to play a role. Twist the slide up in your nose. Know. Wash your panties, hit the flow. Then I'm off, spin the block. Gotta get back to the guap. Money ain't going away. So this hustle ain't gon' stop. Yeah, That's why I brought you on the show for, first, bro, because I feel like you are one of the people that I see that grind for your family. You have talented children. Um, you're also a talent. And that was something I talked about because I feel like there's a lot of artists that are in their, you know, later years and they have children that are now trying to get back, you know, get into music. So how do you balance being an artist and being a dad manager, you know, because I know you have a heavy influence on their career and what they're doing. So I know that's a lot. Um, you, you know what? It's a joy. I just play my position. You know, mm -hmm. I just play my position. Um, when it comes to being an artist, you know, um, that's that's cool. But you know, I got I do other things. But when my my kids say that they want to do it, they come first, no matter what it is. You know. Mm -hmm. So if I'm I'm working on snow, my kids come first. They want to do. I already have my time. I have my time to do all this other. Stuff. And I decided to, you know, do other things. They want to right. do they come first. But I mean, they come first. They come first. Mm -hmm. And that's what I respect the most about you is your ability to put them first. Um, and we've talked, you know, throughout the time of you helping to build their careers and, you know, things like that. And you wanted the best for them. And I think that you learned so many different things throughout the time of you trying and coming up, trying to do the things you're like, now I can give it to my kids a lot easier. And that's what it's really about, you know? Like, and that's what I respect is that they're already ahead, ahead of the game, you know, because they had a dad who paid attention, who who understood, you know, in regards to this music, how you have to deliver your music, how you have to package your music, um, and just presentation, you know, yeah. that's important, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just always amazed. I've never stopped being amazed at what you guys come up with as a family. Um, and I support you guys and whatever you're going to do. No, we appreciate you. You know what? And like you said, we have talked before, you have helped us out plenty of times before, you know what I'm saying? So we always, you know, uh, I just want to see y'all win. No, you know? and, no, and generally, you just really want to see us win. That's right. You know and you That's always right. give us tips and everything you have told you say, I, I have done. You know, it's yeah. never, never wasted no air with us. Anything that you ever suggested, we have win, we have done. So I appreciate you. I appreciate, I appreciate you. So you. Much, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys. And even though I haven't met, you guys, personally, I feel like the children, I feel like I know you guys, you know, and I know what you're bringing to the table because I've met your dad and I know his heart and I just listen to your music and I'm always inspired. I'm always just 
so happy that you're got you have the ability to display your talents to the world because it's important, you know. Yeah. I don't want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're so, we're so happy to be here, like and 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 have this opportunity. Um, like like we always said, like we can't wait to get with you so we can give you a big hug for all the things that you have done for us. You know, I'm telling you, and it's like- us in the right direction and. You know what I'm saying? We definitely appreciate you. Even to this day, you still, you know, that's what we had. We had to do this interview, no matter what. Yes. My boxing show, I have a boxing show, right? Yep. Everybody knows how important you are to us. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So we have a boxing show short. Just so I can be here to be with you. You dig what I'm saying? That's so, right. Appreciate you. And thank you for having, having oh, you know, You know you got that. You know, I told you, anytime that I can do anything to help you, I'm mm-hmm. there for that. No, um. So, ladies, I don't want to take up all this time, but you guys have some questions you want to ask? So, I do have a question, but I have a question for the kids. I want to know. No, I want to ask the kids because I, I just love that, you know, they're young and they're talking that paved the way for themselves. So, I just want to know what made you want to get into music? Me and I. This all got music because like I saw my dad doing it and I saw like I started and like enjoyed it. Like I love the atmosphere, I love just rapping in general, even just writing rhymes out of my notebook and stuff. So okay. I just like released music and then at one point I just ended up just releasing it for everybody and people really messed with it and I messed with the energy, so I just continued to keep dropping music. That's just that. Oh, you, baby. Yeah. Okay, so my biggest inspiration is my brother. So I like <laughs> and like everything he does, I think it's amazing. And then, so one day we just started writing, and ever since then, I've just I put it in love with. I like that brother sister duo. Yeah, they 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 rock together heavy, you know. Yes, and <laughs> that's the part, the love, the unity that they display, you know, amongst yeah. each other. Is so dope. I love it. I'm like, if I had children, I want them to be just like them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, it's, it's just so. I, I, I love mean, because I mean, that takes a lot, you know, to have that that unity between them, that bond. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Ray, who would you say inspired you the most in regards to music? Inspired me the most in music. Um. You know, I I grew up like in 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 smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like like R&B music and stuff like that. Like growing up, you know, like my mom would listen to certain music when she was cleaning and making Sunday dinner. You know, and that's yep. the music I came up on. You know, the smooth stuff, the Keith Sweats, the the new additions, uh, 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 Whitney Houston's, the uh, Rita Franklin's. You know, right. going back to the old school joints with you guys, Delphonics uh, uh, and. You know, uh, stuff like that. I'm real soulful, brother. I came up with that, you know. And um, right. And my dad, my dad, my my dad loved country music, so you know, I love mm-hmm. Garth Brooks and stuff oh, like that. Okay. I just I love all types of music, you know. I'm, yeah. uh, I just you know I'm, that's what attracted to me and your attracted me to your music and mm-hmm. who you was as an artist because we met outside of you being an artist. Yes. Let's get that you know understood mm-hmm. first. I never really knew you did music until. I met you on Facebook and I'm like, hey, that's that guy I met through such and such. And I was like, he does music? Okay. So I started listening 
And I'm like, he's doing country. He's doing, you know, he's singing. He's doing something different. And that for me was like, that's an artist. This is what it takes to be an artist is that diversity and that ability to just step outside of your normal of what people think normally what you should sound like or what you should be. And you captivated me with that. I was like searching for a song. I was like, wow. Like he really put that together and it really made sense to me coming, you know, coming from you. It was like, wow, this is, this is a talent. This is not something that somebody's just doing as a hobby, you know, and you really took your time with the words, your, you know, the things you wanted to say, the messages that you wanted to display. And I think that's important in all, you know, music. I think music tells a story. And yes. I think we have to get back to that storytelling. I think we have to get back to that, you know, not just the nice hook, you know? And it's like, no, I think when I hear Ray's song, I'm going to get a message. I'm going to get something out of it. I'm going to get some type of influence. Um, and that's important. So I, I want to give you kudos for that. No, definitely, because I always felt like uh, my music could be bigger than my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I never wanted to be placed in a box, you That's know? Right. And just That's talk right. about Don't localize me. Yeah, yeah, because I, I know that there's somebody in Wisconsin that can feel what I'm going through. There's somebody that's going through it in, in the UK and there's somebody that's mm. going through it in Florida. There's somebody that go music reaches everybody, you know, that's it's right. you know, somebody called, excuse my language, but somebody called uh, um, music, uh, rap music, especially they called it the nigger news, right? Because yeah. you were able to tell your story to anybody across the world about wow. how you feel. You know what I'm saying? You don't wow. have to just keep it just, in one area, you can spread right. it, but it's the news. You know what I'm saying? Telling how, right. how you're living in this area, and somebody, somebody else can be because feelings are universal. That's right. You know? right. Somebody That's can right. feeling the same. That's why I always tell people that they can just be themselves because you're going through something mm-hmm. that somebody that millions of other people are going through too, and that could be That's right. Like, uh, That's right. So, yeah, I always try to make music on a on a broad scale, and I just wanted to be myself. Like I have no problem. I'm so secure in myself, mm-hmm. and I've been through so much. You know what I'm saying? I don't have nothing to prove to anybody. That's I'm right. not trying to be super thug. You know, I love my children. Every time I get a second, every second I get, I'm hugging my children. Every, That's right. Every second, every second I see them, every every minute, every every second I get, I tell them that I love them. I'm not a super thug. I go through problems just like everybody else, but I'm secure in my manhood and I know who I am. You know. What mm-hmm. So that's one of my, my, my greatest gifts. I, I love it. I love it. I don't have a problem telling my friends that I love them because I don't lost right. so much. That's you know, right. Wow. I don't lost people without being able to tell them that I love them. That's right, bro. To ever do that. That's right. I'm gonna let them know. I'm going to give them their flowers now. You know what I'm I told you guys, this guy right here is different. Mm-hmm. He's, he's mm-hmm. you know, he's one of the black men that I've seen, you know, throughout any any type of situation, he spreads love. Um, and he's all about, you know, building up the people around him. And, you know, he has two beautiful children to show for that. That yeah. is something that, you know, I like anytime I see, hear them speak or, you know, just how they carry themselves on social media, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a, it's a direct reflection of him, you know, and I, mm-hmm. and I love it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely, Rooting for you guys. Oh, they're better than me. They're better than me. My baby, 
That's right. She gets straight A's. You know straight what I mean? A's. There hasn't been That's a time when she hasn't been on the honor roll. That's what she does. You know what That's I mean? That's so dope. He's a creative mind. He does everything. He does it. And he got, we got some news coming. That's gonna blow everybody's mind is when he's willing to to let that go. But he's a great storyteller and he's amazing. He went out there and wanted to, he was sick and tired of waiting on directors to shoot videos. He decided to he wanted to learn how to direct and put out his own videos. See, so mm, good. You know, these guys are they done did more things that I haven't thought possible. They don't yep. need more things, you know what I'm saying? That's Small right. burning, they keep me here. That's yeah. that's what I was gonna say. I bet you've learned yeah. a lot from them as well. Like you know, just being able to share thoughts and creative ideas and them being able to take what you're saying and say, hey, dad, we can go on a site and do it here or do this. And, yeah. you know, they're just as much as knowledgeable as we are, you know, and it's like sometimes and, and they're more they're more aware of what's going on in regards to change in this industry, you know. Um, so that's important that, you know, I tell people all the time, you have to learn from your youth. You have to because they're here to teach us. Just as much as we thought, you know, like, oh, we knew everything when we were their age. I mean, we still were teaching and being taught. Um, and I'm learning at the same time. That's I'm right. Know it all. That's, that's my right. thing. I've always been been open to learn. Like that's even right. with, with you and you telling me stuff, you know what I'm saying? I never was like, oh, no, but this, that, that. Now nah, I just sat back and I learned. That's right. And obviously, you know something that I don't know. That's right. <laughs> you know that's right. You know, and I just want to soak up game. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm That's right. Thing. And nope. I'm not too cool to learn. That's right. Toya, do That's you have a good. question? I do have a question. Um, so how has like the COVID-19, you know, the whole pandemic, a lot of people were like out of work and all that good stuff. But also a lot of people, it made them go harder in life. So I'm just curious as for like the, you know, your family, like even with school and, you know, the whole rapping. Has it made you guys go harder or was it more like, let's put this on the side for a little bit and like refocus on other things? Um, no, actually we, we went harder. You know? okay. <laughs> yeah. we, went harder. we released more music. They were releasing okay. music like every month with a, with a video, you know, mm. um, they did a, a song together, uh, vibes. And then they released the video for that, which went crazy. Then she dropped her solo grinding and shining and, that went good. Then he dropped his song, Facts. And then he just dropped another song, Aquafina. She's about to drop another song in, um, uh, with they? February 22nd. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. February 22nd. She's dropping a song with my brother, HD, called Lickety Split. This shout is out to HD. Yeah, shout out to my brother, HD. This is a highly anticipated album, because I mean, um, single, because when you hear it, like, ladies, I'm sending it to y'all. Okay, send it to, to me. Yeah. When you I hear it, you hear it before anybody gets it, right? When you hear it and you hear her rap, it's just it's just it's just, it's just another level. When I she first heard her rap, she just took it to I a whole like, I was you know like, I mean? there's a girl version of Ray Trilogy. Like, <laughs> holy crap, like you did it. Like, how did you do that? And she's and, when you and hear this record, that's all I'm gonna say when you hear this record. Now she's been rapping for how long? Um, she's been rapping for how long? Like three, three, two years. Three you know years I mean? and two years. Yeah, because yeah, it's been a little bit of time since I heard yeah. that first freestyle that she did, yeah. and I was like, "Big swag, that's right, that's right." She was playing with it, she had, she had surprised everybody. That's you know, she was just playing with it. She was like, "Oh, look, let me see what I can do." 
And right. I'm like, all right. And everybody loved it. You and know? everybody so loved like, it. We got to get into the studio. We got to record a record. You know, capitalize on the moment, you know? And, mm -hmm. and that's what I was just saying to somebody too. Like, we have to pay attention to what our children are influenced by and their creativity mm -hmm. and bringing that out, you know? Because sometimes children don't necessarily really want to come out and say dad or mom mm -hmm. I want to do this you know so we have to kind of hone in sometimes on what they're paying interest to and be able to guide them and lead them to that you know like that's one thing I think that as parents that you're guiding we're guiding children you know what I'm saying it's all about mm -hmm. being a guide a tour guide and in, in per se you know what I mean like I'm gonna give you the map I'm gonna hold mm -hmm. your hand along the way you know yeah we tend to be the the, the Bible well, my baby, she got she has an appointment, so I don't want to get it. You know, what I'm saying? okay. Bye, bye, big small. Nice meeting you. I'm gonna you. have you on Zoom so we yeah. can talk. Girl time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She got a she got a nail appointment at one, so she got. No, <laughs> <Nah, nah. laughs> <laughs> we were just talking guys. about hair appointments. That's what Toya's doing. That's why she her screen's not on. Yeah. She got you know get that shaking, but um, yeah, um. You know, we, that's funny. Like we, we say, when I say the Bible, right? Like when um the Bible for your kids to be a guy for them, like I totally agree for you. Like when I say the Bible, I say the Bible is, is supposed to be a guy, right? So, hey. people, so many people put so much emphasis on the Bible, right? Like when you go to work, right? You have a, a employee's handbook, mm -hmm. correct? And you got this employee handbook because it's telling you how to conduct yourself while you're at the job, right? Mm -hmm. That's basically what the Bible is. Basic mm -hmm. instructions before leaving Earth. That's right. Not BLE. How you should conduct yourself while you're on Earth. It's basically a handbook or a guidebook on how you should be using. You know, That's right. You conduct yourself where while you're on Earth. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it. how we are with our children. We have right. Now I never heard it like that either. The way you just right. broke that down, I'm like, now it oh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I told you we was gonna lock in. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, wait, now it makes sense. I'm yeah. like, now, like, yeah, before, say it again to me, before. Basic, basic instructions before leaving Earth. Basic mm -hmm. instructions, instructions before, before leaving Earth. Earth. That's dope. You know wow. what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, and that's just, basically, it's just a guide. This, is, this book was just used for us to use a guide how we could conduct ourselves on earth that's why it gives you certain stories and scenarios because we're all going to go through it even though times mm. change and fashions change situations don't change yeah, that's, right. the same. that's why we tell our kids like yeah man you can't pull a fast one over me baby boy i didn't live yeah. <laughs> i had to die before you, yeah, you know what <laughs> the only change is changes the fashion <laughs> that's right and that that's comes right. back again you know that's right it. So tell me, who would you like to work with in the industry? If there was any artist, three artists that you could work with, who would they be? Uh, me, personally? Uh, I want to hear from Zombie, too. Okay. Um, I would want to work with Golf Brooks. That's one. Yep. I think I you would, told me that before. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely want to work with um, Puff. Mm-hmm. I think that we can we can do side. We want to work with Puff and um somebody else in the industry that I think would be a good mesh with me. Um, well, a lot of people are 
are deceased, you know? Like Prince. Like Prince. Oh, yeah. Like Michael Jackson, you got people, you know, we yep. got ghosts, you know, uh, that that have that passed to live on. So let, let me, I pick a uh, in a in a in a in a, in a Jay Z maybe. These are all business moves. I just you know, like business wise, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, McGar Brooks, that's personal, you know, because my dad was a, a huge country fan. My dad's not with us no more, but. You know what I'm saying? I would love to do something with him just to uh, dedicate it to my pops who was a huge influence on me, you know? See? That's dope. That And and that's definitely something I would love to, you know, see, like, just what you're being able to do, create music with your children. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And and get that, 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 that legendary, you know, Moment and you any guys and you any guys uh, I can't talk right now. I'm doing five things at one time. I'm like, wait, um, but to get that, you know, just that legendary moment in in each other's lives. You know what I'm saying? Is oh, I created music with my father. I created music with my son. Um, and that's well, we gotta definitely we got another song too. After he drops his in April, me and him we're gonna drop a song together called Six Five Four. You know, and and. That's going to be in May or June. You know, he graduates from high school, so. Wow. Ah! How's that feel, zombie? Oh, graduating? Yeah. Um, It feels good. It's like, I don't know how to explain it, because it's like, you know, I've been in high school, like, school my whole life, so it's kind of, like, weird right. to see without it, but I'm excited, you know. You're excited. Yeah, I'm sick of school, so. <laughs> <laughs> to not have that that you know that feeling of i got to get up and be somewhere early in the morning every day that is you know and i can kind of make my own decision on what i want to do with my day i think that's that's where you are right like that's the, that's what you're looking forward to um and what are you going to do after school are you going to just focus on music are you going to go to school eventually are you working what are you going to do with your time um Announcement coming. We got a big announcement. We got a big announcement. Oh, you can't tell me. We got a big announcement coming. It's gonna be a huge announcement. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna matter of fact, you you're actually gonna be there. So we give you the invite. The invite. You know what I'm saying? We're definitely excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I always know there's always you know great news and big things that come from you guys, and Mm -hmm. just seeing the ability that you guys have had to grow your following on YouTube, Mm -hmm. Spotify. Um, I'm always checking for you guys. You're on my playlist. Um, and that's something that, you know, I just feel like people need to pay attention to. You know, they need to pay attention to the people who are growing, who are constantly, you know, a force. The TikToks, um, just the things that you guys are doing to stay creative um, and get noticed in this in this industry organically. You know, because a lot of times, you know, people don't think that, you know, you have to organically get people to engage. People are not going to just engage if they, they don't like, like you. They got to like you. <laughs> they got to like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Not only is the music. Like, I was just talking about a, a rapper recently. Good kid. Bright kid. You know? Um, mm-hmm. And he, he raps wonderful. The problem is, is people don't like him. They just don't get, they don't have an attachment. People got to feel like a connection. A connection. And feel, yeah, like when, when you hear certain, it's, it's it's good branding. You know what I'm saying? That's you feel right. connected to somebody. That's you right. Know, like when you feel like when you heard Eminem, 
for the first time. And he was like, forget all these pop acts and these boy bands. And <laughs> it's not, kids around the world, they felt like that. You know what That's I'm right. You know, the way, oh, I'm mad at my mom. You know what I'm saying? Right, you know, right. He, he, he touched He had a gimmick. Kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's what touched people, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like same way with with uh, Jay Z and and people seeing him start from the bottom. Now he's at the top from being your regular distant to being a corporate guy. You know what I'm saying? It seems something to aspire to be. That's you know? right. It gives that's you like right. I mean, like they want to see that. They want to you want to build into your story. Like that's how you become, you know, somebody like. And we realize that. So mm -hmm. we like to do skits and stuff like that. And sometimes it don't even be skits. It's just us being us. Just uh, you know us. Mean? <laughs> us being us. And you I know? see that. The yeah. naturalism in it. You know, it's like that that skit that you guys um, love those. Um, oh, that was Ray Ray. Ray yeah. Yeah, that commercial gimmick right there. I just loved it because the kids yeah. were like, dad, really? Nah, like, they ain't rocking with it. You know, and because I've been telling them for years, I'm trying to go and move to Mexico and I'm opening a taco truck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been I telling you. For years. <laughs> I love tacos. Yeah, so I tell them I'm coming up with some theme songs, some names for some songs. You know, <laughs> like America runs on tacos. They was like, That's that was right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Love and those tacos for raise. I was like, in it. <laughs> I was definitely in it. Tacos. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we can come up with something. We can make something happen. <laughs> you never know. It's the silliest, most candid moments that people pay attention to now. You know, people want to wow. laugh. They want to feel connected, mm -hmm. like you said. Mm -hmm. And I think that like I said, I feel connected. Not even meeting the children personally yet. Mm -hmm. I still feel connected through you, through knowing you, through knowing what you bring to the table as an individual, as a being. And that, for me, is important. You know, you like you buy in. I bought into you, and now I'm buying into the children because of you. You know, and I think mm -hmm. that that's what artists need to understand. Like, in regards to, you know, having children in this industry and you trying to be an artist in this industry, you have to... Mm -hmm you know, allow your child to be seen through you as well. They're a direct reflection of you, you know? And it, yeah. it's like, I see a lot of, you know, entertainment children who they run off, they do their own things. People, you know, the parents are not really involved. And it's like, now they're spiraling because their parent didn't guide them, didn't give them the proper knowledge. And mm -hmm. that's important, you now, know? Babies. I can't put them out there blind. I love them more than anything. And that's right. In life, you know, like I that's can't right. breathe without them. I'm texting them every second of the day, let them know that I love them. They're the best things that ever happened to me. I wouldn't be here. Right. I wouldn't be here. You right. know, I changed my whole life around. I, I don't need I don't eat meat. It's been five years since I eat meat. Eat I'm, I'm sober. You know what I'm saying? That's I don't right. all I do is, is is the gym so I can live long to see them accomplish their goals. That's right. That's my, my dream is that's to accomplish their goals and that's my 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 contribution that's to the right world, you know what I'm saying? that's I'm right gonna raise, I'm gonna raise good kids you know that's you know right mean? they're perfect in my eyes you know and i'm just so, blessed. No. i'm blessed to be here you know i've been through so much i'm just blessed to be here and I'm that's right the opportunities i'm blessed that they they have a great mom that lets me allows me to be in their lives you know that's what I'm right saying? But realized that it was just always the kids first. No matter how she may feel about me, she always realized that she always knew that the kids come first. 
That's they don't right. Worry about personal be uh, personal issues or nothing. She's a hell of a mother. She's a that's great, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's and made me in turn be a great father. So that's I definitely right. got her right. You know what I mean? Shout out to oh, mom. Black fathers matter, matter, shoot, and yeah. great moms matter. You know, that's we right. all matter when everybody does their part. Yeah. We have it's excellent kids. It does take a village. It does, mm -hmm. it does take a village. People forgot all that. Oh, I know you gotta run upstairs. I oh, love yeah. you. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Bye, Ray. I'll see you in March. Yep, in March. Yep. See you in March. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, they they running or they got like everything. I love you. You know what I mean? Um, you know, he got played teenager now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's yeah. about he's a senior. It's senior yeah, he's a senior. Year, you, know, you know what I mean? This is the year for the parties for he's the 18. This 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 month. That's on the, right. the 29th. He's a leap day baby. So you know what I'm saying? On the 29th. Oh, he's special. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's special. It'll be 18, you know. It's even now, even the parties, I gotta tell him because you know, um, I had the opportunity to not raise my, my kids where I was raised, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But they still have different issues, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like these kids now, their parents buy them all these brand new cars and you still got to feel, they like to drink alcohol, they're popping pills. So I got to, you know, tell the kids that they don't want to be involved in some of that, still That's be right. careful, you know That's what I'm saying? Right. Partying and being around certain people, especially mm -hmm. when they set, you know what I'm saying? That's right. going on, you know? That's right. You know, and it's true because like I, you know, always say to people, you know, where I'm located now is not like where I grew up. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't think, you know, that, you know, me growing up in the inner city, that the obstacles and the challenges that I had to go through just to survive, you know, whether it be physically, emotionally, mm -hmm. mentally, you know, it's important, like, to understand that not everybody makes it out of that. Not everybody makes it out of, you know, just stepping outside of their comfort zone and going somewhere different and living somewhere different. And you get caught up in the, in that whole void. You know what I mean? Of people who are depressed, who don't know what they want in life, mm -hmm. who are running around, you know, just getting high, doing drugs, in gangs. It's like, yeah, like I was able to step outside of that and see that there was something different to life. And I and I think it saved my life. I think me moving outside of Boston and me because of the life that I was living, because mm -hmm. of the way that I was going, I wasn't mm -hmm. going to do anything positive, you know, mm -hmm. like so this is for me. Like I realized, you know, not everybody goes through that. You know, there's some people that have lived in, in the inner city their whole life and are very strong, talented people, you know, but me on per se, I was easily influenced by my environment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the people that were around me and the things that were going on around me. So I had to remove myself in order to grow and give myself, cause I always said, I want to give my children a better life, a better opportunity, you know? And sometimes you don't have that where you're living or how you're living. You no, know? I totally agree. I totally agree with you. Like I, I grew up, Kind of rough, mm -hmm. and uh, been through the system. Did I've been gang banged, been locked up, so the whole story, right? right. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I don't like to talk, I don't like to glorify that because that's not me, right? I've made mm -hmm. bad decisions, you know what right. I'm saying? I've made bad yeah. decisions and bad choices, but that doesn't define me as a human being, that's you right. Know? I have grown, 
That's right. I've grown and I've outgrown my neighborhood. I That's still right. love the people from my neighborhood. I still love, I still associate with the right. people from there, but I have grown personally. Right. I'm a different person. I don't have the same mentality as I did when I was a teenager or in my 20s. No, I right. have, I, I know what I'm here for, you That's know? Right. And That's right. when my, it was so crazy. I just had a, a moment with my son where I was telling him, when he breaks the world, his news, the way he's doing at the high school, I was in tears. I was telling him how much I was proud of him. Wow. And I'm telling him how he changed the narrative of mm -hmm. our family. Mm -hmm. You know, mm. from my dad being in the streets, me being in the streets, and him choosing a whole different narrative. That's you know, right. And doing something great, right? That's I told right. him, thank you for changing the narrative of our family. And he looked at me and he said, no, dad, thank you for being my hero and giving me this opportunity to do this. That's right. For God in him. That's I right. That. That's right. You know what I'm saying? He Who was like, hey, you? Hey, you did that. That's, you did that. And it, and, it, and, it, and it touched me. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. Because that's what it's all about. That's, that's what, what it's all about. about. Nobody cares about all oh, what you did in the street. Now, that's you can't take that with you. That's nope. not going to give you that joy, that satisfaction. That satisfaction. That's right. You see your kids doing good and making great decisions. Then Big Swole always getting all these A's. That's we right. To, we can't give her money for A's no more because this is what she does now. All she does is get A's. That's right. That's so, her. That's her mo. <laughs> yeah. so I'm just. I'm just. I'm just so more proud of you'll never hear me glorify no old stuff or talk about no nothing. Only that's thing right. we talk about is positivity. That's why when you talk about my post, it's positive. Somebody said one time on my post, "Oh, you fake. Nobody's happy all the time." I said, "No, there's no way. I'm not happy all the time. Yeah, no. I go do things, that's but I don't right. want to project that on the world. That's right. I know somebody else that's going through something that's way worse." That's right. How am I going to get on here and sit here and complain when that's I right. go that somebody else got it worse than me? You got to change the narrative. Yeah, somebody got it worse than me. Mm -hmm. I want to be positivity. And right. I said that. You get yeah. back what you put out. That's true. Yeah. And I, you know, I say that Facebook has become the place of mourning and, and, and mourning and complaining, you yeah. know, and, and it's not. It's yeah. like, you know, we have to be more positive in order to, you know, generate more positivity. People who understand energy understand that what comes from the source returns to the source. So what you're projecting out is what you're going to get back. And mm -hmm. we have to be more cognizant of that, you know, and I and that's why I always say Ray is always that inspiration because he will, you know, make you see it like we have so much to be grateful for, you know, and just to be alive right now is, is something to be grateful for. I think, you know, I'm in my forties. Um, ladies, I don't know if you want to share your ages, but you know, we're at that mark where it's now important to understand that we surpassed and we evolved a lot of things in life. You made and, it. Yeah. You made like, it. You made you it. friends who ain't make it. They didn't make it. I got friends right now, family that, you know, unexpectedly are just dying. And it's it's important, like you said, to tell the people that you care about how you feel and that mm -hmm. you love them. And, exactly. you know, those type of things and spreading love right now is important, I think, after COVID. Um, and and, and care yourself. Yeah. And health. Everybody like, look, I'm looking at the pair. Everybody look good. Right. Everybody that's look it. good. But I know we got friends that don't look too good. And that's, that's their right. age. That's you know right. What you got to take right. care of yourself. That's right. That's what this whole pandemic has shown me is that you got to take care of yourself. 
mental health mm-hmm. is, is more, you know, important too right now. Like I find that there's a lot of people not mentally able to cope and that are going through depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. Uh, I'll be corny. If I can inspire somebody to, and put a smile on somebody's face, I have no problem being corny. It doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy. I'm, I'm cool with the person who I am, you know? That's I'm, right cool in my skin, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if I want to spread love, that's what I'm going to do, because I know I'm going to get it back. That's because right. The yeah. You get back what you put out. You show love, you get hugs, you show hate, and you get slugs. That's how I always say. So how do you feel how do you feel the music, uh, the internet has impacted the music business? Um, Good and bad. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's good and bad. Right? Uh, because the internet actually sometimes it can hurt an artist and it hurts and it creates unnecessary drama. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the days, you know, you had a PR. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot That's of stuff right. wouldn't happen. A lot of things wouldn't happen. And even with sometimes the music gets oversaturated with so much music. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you can't even hear the good music because some of the bad music is so much, you know. It's so true. Yeah, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because for some artists, it's able to put out music without having to deal with a label and, and deal with certain issues. But it's, it's just who you are as a person. It could be a, a gift and it's a, a curse. There's you know, I was just saying too, I was listening to like the radio the other day because I really don't listen to the radio too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized that all the music now sounds like computer love. Mm-hmm. Like, it, And I was like, shout out to Autotone because... I feel like like all these rappers, everybody's using so much the autotune or the melodyne. And it's like it sounds like computer love to me. That's how when we first heard computer love, it was like this energy. It was like this robotic sound that people loved. And I think they've just been able to capitalize on it through autotune, you know, and through melody. Mm. That for me is like, okay, so are we becoming computers? Are we becoming more robotic by using yeah. these type of sounds to listen to music? And we have to get back to the to the natural, to the to Absolutely. the essence. Yeah. And people, you, can still you, sing, you can still sing and, and, and don't need to use the auto-tune and the stuff like that. I totally agree. Um you hear with our music, you know. Yeah, um, that's right. But, the kids, but even but even the kids don't want to use it before on certain songs, but you don't see us oversaturated and using it crazy. No, we don't, you know what I'm saying? But right. like, people like to try it out, you know. Um right. But that shouldn't be, you know, your, your bread. Full base. Yeah, That's right. because you you want people to like you for you. So like when you hear certain songs, when I hear certain songs, like my daughter used to like Fetty Wap. I said mm-hmm. he's not gonna last. Like right. you know, certain mm-hmm. things be so gimmicky. Right. Like mm-hmm. we do certain artists. Eventually, people get so sick and tired of hearing the the T Pain stuff. Right. And it's like you said, like, you know, they could be here today, hot tomorrow, and not tomorrow. You know, here today, hot, not tomorrow, you know? And it's like, it's so vastly happening in music now. Like, I just, I feel like, you know, I'm sometimes overwhelmed with the amount of music that artists are sending me. And realizing that, okay, if you're able to vastly create these songs, how many other people that are not releasing music out here are vastly creating these songs, you know? Exactly. And And much. It's too much. And it's like, you know, I look at um, Ace Boogie with the hoodie. I think he's a talented artist, but I think he oversaturated the market. And now when he makes a song, everything sounds the same. same. 
So <laughs> people are like, oh, I already heard that from him. Oh, he's not giving me anything new because he's giving you so much material so fastly, like that first year. And it's like, so what is he doing now with his music? You know what I mean? Like, how much are you listening or how 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 far is he going to go now? You know, like, and I think we need to pay attention to that. I think EPs are important. Yeah. I think that the way you guys, you know, um, distribute your music and you present your music. I think that, you know, given the, like the singles, you know, building up the notoriety of it mm -hmm. and giving it a full promo run is yeah. important now. Um, and what I do want to see from you guys, you know, in 2022 is more shows. I want to see you guys perform yeah. it. That's, so what hurt. that's what hurt with COVID. That's what hurt with COVID. That's oh. right. Shows. And because the kids, right. they, they're not like regular kids, you know what I'm saying? That's like, right. They feed off of people. They right. like to, they like to mm. touch people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. when they go to shows, like you'll see them off. Like they're talking to this person. Oh, you like this with you? Like, you know what I'm saying? They right. love the people. They like to be able to touch the people. So right. you know what I'm saying? Like um the shows, they definitely miss the shows because they love performing. They love um the reaction. Because people right. don't never expect they expect something totally different and they give them something different when, when they perform. You so know? tell me, what's their favorite or your favorite song to perform? Um, the, my favorite song to see them perform is "Ride or Die." That's the song that they got. That's my brother. That's my sister. That's yeah. that's the song, the first song that they ever did together. That's I love it. Just the connection when they perform it and how they lock eyes. Yep, they really rap mm. to each other. That's it's, right. It's something out of out of worldly. You know what I'm saying? And you can just tell this is how they are. Um, if tell she, me what's the difference in age between. Between um, Big Swole and Zombie. Big Swole's 13. Zombie is 18. Going to be 18. Um, this five month. years. Yes. And wow. you know, if she's cooking something, she's going to make another plate and bring it up to him. That's right. You know, he mm. ordered something from Uber Eats, so he's out with his friends. He was like, yo, I brought you a sandwich home. It's just, <laughs> a, connection. It's just a connection that they got for each other, which is, is so it's so wild. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I remember into a fight, you know? And it was That's outside it. her window. Oh my God! You know what I'm saying? And she ran out the sliding door and was running over. He was like, he was getting it in. You know what I'm right. saying? He couldn't see her brother fighting, and she not beat it. That's you right. Know what I'm saying? Mm. That's right. And I was like, yeah, we had to hold her back. She was crazy. She was wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm that just, love, that yeah. love is what I think a lot of parents inspire their children to have for mm. each other. You know, it's like mm. that they'll protect and each it's other. Not forced though, you know what I'm saying? No. It's, it's like things like you have. It's, it's the um. I always think it's been always respect. Like yep. that's our thing. I hear it when they talk about each other. Yeah. You know, and the way she, you know, says my brother and he says mm -hmm. my sister. Like you can just tell yeah. it's genuine. You know, the but love they, that they have. never happens to us. That's all they got. That's all they got. That's all they, they got. got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's and right. and that's how they 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 live. And I and I and I love their relationship. You know what I'm saying? I love their relationship, and I love how they are. You know so I mean? tell us what's the best advice that you've been given in the industry? The best advice I've ever been given in the industry. I've been given some uh, good advice, but it's always um just be yourself. No, and that goes across the board. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's like not um Like you don't have to be a slime ball. Like everybody just feels like they gotta be extra tough or be a be a scumbag and stuff like that. You don't have to. You don't have to screw somebody over to get to the top. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like you don't have to. You just be a genuine good person. You know what I'm saying? And I'm learning that. Like I'm the people that I'm meeting. Um, shout, shout out to people that I have met through music. You know what I'm saying? Like I met a, a brother, uh, Malik Williams, a great brother. Great brother. He works on movies, does films for movies. Put my music in movies. Wow. You know what I'm saying? We're working on a movie right now that he put my movie, called me up, hit me up, say, let's go get this money. Let's put some songs in these movies. Let's, let's do that. Now That's I'm working on with a project with him. You know, great brother. He was See? in it. He didn't have to reach out. He didn't have to reach out, but he seemed that like I was a genuine good person. Right. You know? And people want those people around them, you know, really? like you have to, you have to, you know, you have to coordinate your circles, I think yeah. now, you know, I think it's important as, you know, as we are mature adults mm -hmm. that you have to coordinate, you have to be the controller of your circle. Exactly. Um, and the, you know, one thing, one of my friends said to me, he said, Tarji, you're only as strong as your five closest friends. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. for me was the wake up, like. I want to be around bosses. I want to be around leaders. I want to be around people who are empowering and inspiring. You and are in control of your happiness. That's right. You know, and it's it's like being around those people, you you generate a better, you know, force and a better bond. Mm -hmm. And you see great things come from that, you know. So I think that's important in 2022 is so is 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 cultivating your circle, yeah. you know, and making sure that people are in it for the right reasons. Um as you, and we have to have the same reasons, you know, like in regards to why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, I found throughout music, there was times where I met people who were doing it for the wrong reasons. And, you know, and it's like, listen, if you're not doing this to better your, you know, situations and to provide financial wealth to you and your mm -hmm. family and to give back, then I don't want to do what you're doing. If you're doing this to solely just take this all for yourself and get this notoriety and this fame and just live like, you know, a king with flashy, it's not all about that for me. No, it's not anymore. And like, and I learned there's ways of eating, there's that's ways right. of me making money off of my music, besides what the normal thing is, what people think. And I gotta, I gotta credit the brother, uh, Malik, for that incredible mm -hmm. brother. He did not have to bring me in and teach me these things or other ways of be able to get money and learning about royalties and picking all this stuff up and stuff. He didn't have to do that. That's just for me. He was like, for you being a good brother. You know, it makes me want to help you. So I want to salute that brother. And there's also another brother, great producer, mm -hmm. out in Houston. And out he makes our records. His name is Ricky. Um, his, his, his name is Ricky Smalls, great brother down in Houston, Texas. Once I get a beautiful person, yeah. beautiful person, graduated from Houston University and had a, a degree in um, uh, music and all that. So he helps us out. You wow. know, these are all beautiful. This is, you know what I'm saying? These are just people. This is, is is and and it's not like I'm cutting anybody out or I don't mess with anybody. I mess with everybody. I got love for everybody. It's just That's like right. I know what works for me. I That's know what right. works for me, and I know what I'm trying to do here, and I know what I'm trying to build. You know? And that's and that's what that's what I respect so much. You know, is that you did the footwork that yeah. you you know you took whatever knowledge you had and you put it to work for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's important. Educating yourself on this business. You know, I think that a lot of artists that's where they feel is they're not educated, um, and they're mm -hmm. not seeking knowledge about how to do things in a way that's going to sustain them. You know, and and to give them the royalties, to give them the benefits you know, primarily up front before going to a record label. I always to say that, you know, the one thing that I, you know, try to 
preach and practice with artists is building your own independency so that you as an artist are an entity. You know what I mean? You're an empire. And now you go to the record label, you have something to negotiate. You have something to bring to the label. I am bringing so many followers. I'm bringing, you know, all my success that I've already been able to establish on my own. And now they're not putting you into 360 deals. Now they're not giving you the runaround and and controlling your financial your financial wealth. You are controlling that. And I think that's important. I think that knowing every part of the business, zombie actually taking the time to learn videograph, like that's for me important. You know, that shows me a leader. That shows me a person who's thinking outside the box of I'm not just trying to be the artist. I want to understand every aspect of this game so that I can be a better artist, you know, yeah, and, you do more. and you see, that's why we end up doing the series. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. We had the, the Zombie World series where, you know, it was a YouTube series because people are going to want to buy into you. That's right. So we want to show my personality. We actually got another series that's going to be coming to just the whole family. You what? Know? Series. Yep. With the family, just showing us day to day, you know, yeah, we got that coming. Um, we do. We got. I got my own personal documentary show series. I don't know how I want to do it right now. I'm. I'm, I'm in discussions. They. They talking about. Uh, I should put it out at one time, or if I should break it up, break it down. It's for the transformation of Trill. You know, right. it's my transformation from. Um, because I had a stroke. I went blind. Right. You know? And I got went up to. Like, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to. You know, when you start to touch on it, and I was like, yeah. does he want to tell? Like, <laughs> he really wouldn't be here right now. I see yeah, this exactly. man fight for his life and through oh. Facebook and just, you know, the things and the transitions that you had to go through, the eating and yeah. changing your eating habits and exercising. He has his exercise videos. He makes you feel like you're right there with him. Um, and that's why I say he brings so much in- inspiration because that for me, is like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that journey's not that easy. And, and, and the people have to learn that we can support each other. Like you have supported me. That's Do this right. whole time, always encouraging, always saying, always being there to help, always giving pointers, always sharing, always promoting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Showing this love. Like I would definitely appreciate it. And I definitely appreciate you ladies having me on this platform now. Like I try to say, I don't like to show anything negative, right? That's right. I like to show the positivity because, yeah, I had a stroke. Yeah, I went blind. I went through a lot of bad stuff, but I overcome that. Was up That's to right. 300 That doesn't define you. Wow. I was up to 300 pounds. Now I'm 160. I got that's abs. Right. I look that's totally right. different. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Wow, that's what's you up. Know? Good for you. Congratulations. For five years since I eat meat. It's been a year since I've touched any alcohol. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of the food and everything that I put in my body, and I'm going to live long so I can see my kids accomplish um, major things. And not only me, I want to see my friends. Accomplishments. That's why I I show myself working out so I can encourage people to do it too because I want to see y'all live mm-hmm. long, healthy lives too. I'd be crushed. I'd be devastated if anything happened to any of my friends. You know that's what I'm right. saying? I'll be hurt. Right. I'll be hurt. So that's why. Like I even got a video that I'm about to put out uh, this week or next week. I just went and had my colonoscopy. And the reason why I, I documented that is because I wanted to encourage my friends. You, you tell them stuff like this, and you know people got silly things to say. They don't want to go. They mm-hmm. die of cancer, and they got colon that's cancer. Right. And that's right. the worst thing to die of. I lost my dad through cancer. Right. And seeing my dad have to be the great player that he was, wibble down, 
That's right. It broke my heart. Mm. It did. And I don't ever want to see none of my friends. Uh, Never. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. That's right. You know, my dad is Mm. the one who taught me how to love. Mm -hmm. You know, because I came from a a, a bad home. So my my biological dad taught me how to love. So seeing this man and what happened to him, I just want everybody, right? I Mm -hmm. want everybody to take care of themselves. So That's if right. I got to be the guinea pig or people say, oh, he's calling, well, let me be. Because I want to mm-hmm. encourage people to have healthy lives, especially people of color, right? That's right. We don't, mm-hmm. especially in men, we don't go to the hospital. Right. Least, you know, we leaking blood or something. Right. You know Health is wealth. Yeah. I heard a man say so say to me, like, I'm good. My lady just went to the hospital, man, so I'm good. I know I'm good. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, listen. I, like, and this is where you have to be proactive. Sometimes you have to be your own doctor. If yeah. you start to notice things, if you start to, you know, you have to give them the clues. I mean, I look at how many people does this doctor see, you know, on a daily basis that are giving them symptoms, that are giving them, you know, they can't think for all these people. So sometimes you have to, you know, give them the self right. Advocate for yourself. Self yeah. advocate. Exactly. You got to love yourself. Exactly. You know, especially when it comes down to mm-hmm. you got to love yourself. That's why me and my doctor, that's my best friend. He called mm-hmm. me Trill. When he see me, that he called me Trill because that's my <laughs> best friend, especially when it comes to my medicines that I got to take and all that. He became my best friend. You see, know? That's dope. That's dope. Like we I... have a personal relationship where we text each other because that's in my circle to help me get better. You know, right, yeah. even my therapist. Yes, right. that's right. I have a therapist. That's you know? right, bro. Because I have to get right mentally. That's right. You know? And there's, you should, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. No and as a black man, there should be no shame in that because no. I think you guys, you know, are the worst affected. You know, yeah, we've been so much. Yeah, so much trauma. Exactly. You, sometimes you need to. You sometimes you need to get that out so you don't project that trauma in a negative way to other people. To and that's children. what I was doing for so long. That's right. And drinking. Yep. Saying drinking. things, fighting with people and doing things and carrying on. That's not me. That's things I would never, ever do. Right. You know, so I had to learn that and then get comfortable with who I am. And you it's know? crazy because, you know, I still think of myself as being young. I'm sorry. Maybe because I don't have kids, but I still think like, you know, I have time. Like, oh, I have time. I have time. You have time. And you have, you know, and now it's starting to be our generation. It's starting to be those people that are showing up with cancer and mental health exactly. issues and things like that. And it makes me realize like how fragile life is. You know what I'm saying? And how important it is to now take heed and say, listen, it's, it might not be, I might not have no more time. You know, it's like you neglect your body. You do all these different things to your body and it catches up to you. And exactly. now you have the diabetes. Now you have the high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Now you have, you know, all the, the alcoholism. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I know a lot of people that drink that drunk socially for years, but are now stone cold alcoholics at 30 something. And it's like, and it's, and it says to me, like, wait a minute, like what the fuck happened? How did this happen? Like, and because it, certain things become acceptable. It becomes acceptable. You know, like okay. with me, like with drinking, right? It started off with me drinking. I'm being in the studio. I'm drinking with the guys, right? And I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a good-looking guy, right? So people be thinking like, oh, you know, it's not it's not an issue with him. He's just right. partying with it, right? right? And then to me, it wasn't an issue. I was just taking a drink here, there, right? Until mm-hmm. a time where I was taking a drink in the morning. That's right. I was feeling a certain way. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Or when I was going to the liquor store early in the morning, putting a, in a pint in my back pocket, right? Mm-hmm. Got to a point where I was lying. Somebody was like, "Oh, you drink now?" 
No. Then that's when I knew it was an issue. Right. When I'm lying it, about it. You know right. And I need it because I'm, you know what I'm saying? The function. So I had to get myself together. That's right. I had to get, and then, you know, alter my personality. I'm yelling and and, and, and being somebody that I'm not. That you're not. You know? And that's what people don't understand why I don't drink as much. Like, they're like, why don't you? Because Tara comes out. That's the girl that I get, get introduced to at the club. Like, I'm Tara in the club. Like, on some drinks, I'm Tara. I'm a whole different being. And then people will be like, I met you. I'm like, oh, God, who did you meet? You know? Yeah. Girl who I really am, or did you meet Tara? Because Tara is something else. And, oh you know, and a lot of people probably have met Tara and not really <laughs> read the real tea about. So this is where, you know, they might have got that impression that I'm this person, and I'm not. You know, and it's like I'm outgoing, I'm more loud, I'm more mm -hmm. sociable and than I am as myself. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why I was doing it a lot was to be sociable, to be, you know, a person who could just socialize with people. And I'm like, this, I don't have to do this. You don't need to, it. Yeah. You don't and need we it. have to break it. Me breaking out of that was hard. It was not easy. I was on a, a pint of Patrona deck. And I was like, you know what? This is this is getting this is getting crazy. Like, you can't be drinking like this. You know what I mean? Like, and when the bottles start filling up, like, and you're and you're like, and you're looking like, did I really drink all this? Did this go through my <laughs> system? Like, yeah, you know, you think about rock star nights. We've had a lot of rock star nights, and I think that as an adult, you decide I have to break out of this trend. I have to break out of this. This is not normal, you know, and I don't want this to be my normal. You know what mm. I'm saying? So I, I kudos to you because, like I said, it's a hard environment. I, I feel like growing up with alcoholism and my family, um, seeing so many people that I love, um, just dealing with alcoholism as we speak um, mm. and not really knowing how to get rid of it or how to walk away from it. Um, so and I seen your brother shout you out. Um, for having your sobriety and being at a party. And I love so. that. I love your community that you I guys have a support, Yeah, a beautiful support system. That's Definitely right. I do. I do. And that's what people need. That's, that's need a, exactly. That's encourage bad behavior. Exactly. So tell me, what's Boxing Bros about? Oh, boxing Bros. Boxing Bros. I love Boxing Bros. I see. I, I lit up when uh, Boxing Bros <laughs> is something that me and my, my brother, actually, we, um, my little brother, who's uh -huh. a, uh, yeah, he's a lawyer. Um, we always watched the fights, right? Yeah. We always watched the fight. That was just our thing, you know? And mm -hmm. we were always talk boxing. So I said, yo, we need to come up with a show just us talking boxing because we was laughing. I was like, we call it the Boxing Bros. Just saying it. Mm -hmm. My brother took it personal, you know? Because, wow. um, like, we're so close, me and my brother, we're close. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. me, like, I'm close with my brother, Wills. Like, I got my brother, uh, 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 D, we were really close. Caden on the show, um, we're really close. So he mm -hmm. said, I'm a guy, cool. He's like, how about this idea? He had his two friends that he know from college who are great guys, G and Ned, you know. Um, uh -huh. so how about we add them to it and we we start this show? Right. And I'm like, cool, I'm with it. You know, at first, it started off where, you know, we didn't get no views. One time, I remember we got like 43 views and it was like our highest view. Right. Next day, you know, you turn around, we had a million views, you know what I'm saying, on the video, 100,000 views. Now we get thousands of views, you know what I'm right. saying? It was just us talking boxing, just some brothers, right. black brothers, talking boxing. Usually, you'll see the white guys talking boxing. They usually won't let us talk boxing unless That's we've right. already been in the ring. 
That's so right. Like, so we're mm. making these guys, these white guys, more qualified to talk about boxers who have never took a punch. Right. These guys who actually, you know what I'm saying? We right. love this school too, and we can talk about boxing. And we, right. that we can talk about boxing to the point that we got other fighters talking about the things that we said. So right. we transcended the way people think, and we made it hit. You know that's what I'm right. saying? We made it hit, you know? So, and that's what I love. That's what I love about you guys is that you're knowledgeable. You really, you know, speak I on... I love this sport. Yeah, you love the sport. You speak on the sport. Your terminology is... You know, is there the etiquette is there in speaking about the the different people, the different yeah. fighters, um, and and it's just like I love to see black men being influential like that, and so that's always something that I support with you guys. And you know, just shout out to you guys. I want to you know definitely yeah, highlight you guys. Bros, shout out to the Boston Bros. Bros community. I really, when I say I I love our community, I love them. They hit me up, and every time when they see my transition of working out, I got people from. So shout out to the UK, shout out to Australia, shout wow. out to Mexico, shout out to the Philippines, shout out to the people in the Congo, shout out to uh, uh, Greece. After I'm missing you, I'm so sorry. I know they're gonna be like, Yo, girl, <laughs> shout out. but shout out to all of y'all. I love y'all so much. Even shout out to the people here in the states, Chicago. Everybody that follows the boxing bros and they're so encouraging, they're so loving, and they be trying to give us money, but we don't do it for the money, we do this for the love of boxing. You That's know? right. That's right. Well, we definitely got to collab and do something with Up North City Girls and the Boxing Bros. I think oh, my that... goodness. That would be crazy. We're we're silly guys, but we love yep. the sport of boxing. We're just giving you our unbiased opinion on the greatest sport ever. And that's oh, yes. Because you don't yes. play boxing. You live boxing. Like, these other guys, they play basketball. They play football. No. One shot in this ring, you can lose your life. So you don't wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's the Boxing Bros. And we got an, I got another series coming out called Give Them Their Flowers, where I talk about boxers who have passed in the present, but want to give them these flowers. Because we usually don't talk about how great these fighters are until they're shaken, like Muhammad That's Ali, right. or they're dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? But these guys done gave us so much excitement. And these guys have been gladiators. We got great guys like Julio Cesar Chavez, who was raised in a real car with 19 relatives. A real wow. couple, you know what I'm saying, who he made himself champion and world champion. You got other people. Like, this sport of boxing is made from beautiful, beautiful fighters, beautiful men who transcended and came from nothing. Came from Did you see that? Did you see that movie with Holly Berry where she was a boxer? Um, what was it called? Did you guys see it? It's it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's Yeah, and it, I heard it was a true story or whatever it's at some point. Yeah, it's, listen, these fighters and that's why i went and i trained my body like i'm mm -hmm. a fighter everything mm -hmm. i do i say you know what i'm not just gonna talk it i gotta live it that's right that's you know right I, mean? so I run 10 miles i do a thousand sit-ups this is what yep. i do you know what i'm yep. saying this is my life i live a boxing i'll be seeing you with your um with your plastic on with yeah your I, had my stress, so I had a, i was cutting weight because when I, I had goals i said yep. i'm gonna get down to uh to, to uh under 200 so I yep. got down to 190. I said, I'm going to go to 175. I got to 175. I said, I'm going to go to 168. I'm going to go to 168. I'm going to go to 160. I'm going to go to 160. I said, Canelo started at 154. Let me go to 154. Got to 154. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, I'm going to go back up and wait now. I'm going to go to 160 now. So I went back to 160. I said, now I'm going to go to 168. Now I'm at 168. So 
I'm, I'm having fun. When I tell you guys, you need to follow this man. If you want inspiration, if you want, you know, just a, a book of knowledge and just giving you the guide on how to be a better person, follow Ray Trilogy. He, no, I just, I just want to show love. That's, that's all right. Fan loyalty, exactly, because it all comes with it. That's right. And the love and the loyalty, it all comes with it. That's all I want to do. I want to just show love because I know I'm gonna get it back. So tell the people how do they find you on social media? Um, you can find me Ray Trilogy everywhere mm-hmm. at Instagram, on uh Facebook. Um, I'm Ray Trilogy. You want to watch my videos, you tap into uh Ray Trilogy on YouTube, and you can also find the Boxing Bros, Boxing mm-hmm. Bros USA. You can find us on Instagram, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us um uh, uh, on YouTube, please, please tune and subscribe to the Boxing Bros on YouTube. That's right. Up North City Girls on YouTube. Yes, we yes, will be streaming. Yes. Um, this, this and our podcast is on all major streaming services. We're everywhere, you know. Everywhere, everywhere. This has been so fun. Like this has been really, really fun. I love you. I love what oh. you bring and. Everything that yeah, you're doing. very inspiring. Very, Every, very oh, inspiring. No. We have to have you guys back again. We're going to have Zombie Ray mm-hmm. on in March. I'm looking yes. forward to that because this has been, you know, me and Ray, we've been talking about doing something together and, and collabing and doing so long, much. It's been long years. overdue. And it's long overdue. And I feel like this is the year for us. I feel like, you know, with what we have going on with Up North City Girls with the sneaker ball, mm-hmm. I want you to get involved. I want to see what, you know, we can collab and just give you, throw off some ideas to you. On City what Girls with the Boxing Bros is going to be crazy. Yes. I mean, <laughs> that we matter of fact, we got to have y'all come out to the gym. That would make it even doper. <laughs> like, yes. well, yeah. I would love that. We're Put looking for a place to have our y'all? photo shoot. We're going to huh? throw some jabs. We're going to wrap them hands up. Y'all going to throw some punches. Wait, throw I'm some a punches. child right now. I can't no. throw. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that means you got extra power. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because she's a mommy to be. She's a mommy to be right now. Is, my theory on women is, 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 is crazy. You know, I always... um. You know, I always had an interview where I, I, I said that the closest thing to God is a woman. You know what I'm saying? So you might have the craziest strength. I wouldn't want you to hit somebody you with child right now. You're like, hey, right now I feel true. like I have no energy. You know what I'm That's because you created life. You're giving all the energy to that beautiful yeah. baby that you're going to have. So congratulations to you. Thank you. you know yes. April Marie, I want to congratulate you personally. Um, I know this has been a journey, and I know that you wanted this to happen for so long, and I'm just so happy for you and your family and your new addition. Um, we're gonna have to talk about what it's like having uh how old is Malik? How old is Malik? 18. I have an 18 year old, and now she's gonna be a new mom. (laughs) Malik is not gonna be trying to babysit, you know this, right? But it's all all about the good energy. That's what that's we're right. That's all right. Teach him. He, he has a lot to you. teach someone. Right. Definitely. You know? Um, so tell us, okay, you guys, I know we have to wrap it up. We're going past time, but you know, this oh is my like God, know, right? introduction no. show. Miss TML. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, 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 love I had to do this with my girl, you. though. You know it's what I'm saying? Like, no, like I, I told saying. you, this energy. This energy is different, you know? Um, So tell us, Mm -hmm. did everybody find out what they wanted to say for the Black History Facts? I have one. 
You have one? Ray, do you have one? Oh, sure. Why not? I have okay. <laughs> I, I, I wrote you an email and I told you we all have to bring a fact to the show okay. Okay. Um, about Black history. Okay. Um, so we're going to have April go first. So he's an inventor, um, George Crumb Speck. He was a chef and a restaurant owner. And he's, he's supposed to have created the potato chip by accident during the summer of 1853. However, his sister Kate claimed she actually created the chip after a potato slice fell into a hot frying pan, creating the famous Saratoga chips. Crumb's chips remained a local delicacy in New York until the 1920s when a salesman named Herman Lay, yes, of Lay's Chips, what? began traveling throughout the South and introducing potato chips to different communities. So I'm like, Lay stole our idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. You know, hey, so. wow. Yeah. So, Toya, do you have one? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. So, I have the first black billionaire. First of all, do you guys know who it is? Yes, I do. You know no. the first black billionaire? Yeah, yeah Robert Johnson, BT. No. Nope. Ray? No. Nope. They're in a, this is a bank owner, correct? You said what? A bank owner? Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. April? No. Okay. Uh, did you hear oh, my? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you was right. You was right, um, Taji. It was Robert Johnson. The first African. Yeah, Robert the BET. BET. Before, yep, before, yep, before, yep. He before it in 2001. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was my um Robert yeah. Johnson. All right, that's my facts. Ray, you got one? <laughs> yeah, I got one. I got one. Um okay. I actually, you know what? I got two. You know what I'm okay. saying? Because I wanted I to do I wanted to do a, a a movie and I wanted to play both gentlemen, right? Uh -huh. So I'm gonna tell, tell you about one. One is an explorer. His name is Matthew Henson, right? And he uh -huh. discovered the North Pole. That oh, was yeah. yeah. That that brother right there, I wanted to do that movie and I wanted to play him. I thought that that would be dope. Um, and I wanted to play Dr. Charles Drew. He was the one that made the yes. blood transfusion. He discovered the blood transfusion and unfortunately he died in the car wreck and he needed a blood transfusion, but they wouldn't give it to him because he was African-American. They made wow. him drive miles to a, a black hospital where he died. While he was at the White House, was like, do you know who this is? This is the man who discovered, who created the, and he was like, it doesn't matter, this is an all-white hospital. And he mm -hmm. ended up dying, and his name was Dr. Charles Drew. So I would like yep. to play both of those guys in the movie. Matthew well, and Dr. It's, it's funny that you say that, because we have yeah. a historical clinic in Boston called Charles Drew, mm -hmm. um, right there on Blue Hill Ave. So yeah. I, that's where it came from now. Like, I, that's, I didn't never know that. That's awesome. See, you guys fighting every day, right? So, mine is um, the heavyweight champion of the world. It was Jack Johnson, became the first African-American man to hold the heavyweight, world heavyweight championship boxing title in 1808. He held on to the belt until 1915. Wow. So, Jack Johnson was a trailblazer. Jack Johnson was doing all types of stuff. He was sure they wanted to kill Jack Johnson. <laughs> right. I mean, how many years did he hold on to that belt? Like, that's a lot. That's almost, that's almost 10 years. 
undefeated, like yeah. a black man, you know, and that's and you know they were trying to cheat him and all that, you know what that's I mean? Right. Like so. You know, we have to we have to be educated um and knowing where we came from. Um, I think that's been always my most important subject in school is history. Um, I loved history. I loved the 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 information that I was being given so that I could help to change the world and alter people's minds um on how things have been. I think that's important to know and for yeah, us to spread that. You knowledge. don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, you guys, do you have any other questions before we wrap this up? I know we ran over, but I think this was long overdue for my bro. And I think that we've gotten so much more connections and energy and information um, from each other. And I look forward to next week with yeah. you girls. Thank you so much. Oh, it was a pleasure. I enjoyed it. I have no more. Like, you literally touched on everything. So... And oh, I no. like the fact that you came ready to talk. Like, I, oh, I mean, yeah. like, you know, it wasn't like we had to pull stuff out of you. So oh, no, I, I'm, not I'm not too school. That's I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I love the opportunity. I love the opportunity. I love your platform. And I, and, I, and I appreciate that you ladies even having me on, you know, That's like right. to have anybody else on. That's right. You were first. Me, so yeah. I'm gonna we had to open. I had to open this up with you. Right. I had so to let open everybody. Up know. With you. They know they got to come with it now. That's exactly. Right. Don't they come with your phone. You can't be asking now, like yeah. Right. Right. Everything I've asked yeah. Ray for in regards yeah. to promotional products, I mm. want to kudos to him because he delivered it. Everything that I needed to give his promo run, mm. the best promo run that I could possibly give him. He did it, you know, and I. this is the things that I'm looking for in the artists that we're bringing on the show this, this season um, right. is their ability to be professional, um, their ability to deliver the materials that we need um, to be able to give them the spotlight and the promo and the marketing um, and advertising because it's You're important. Us. Why wouldn't I? Right. You know, you know but I'm, I'm not like, doing you no favors. Right. And I'm like, this is for you. I'm like, this is for you. And this is why I said to artists, you know, get it to me sooner because the sooner you get it to me, the more promo you get. Do you know how much more attention and more how much of a buzz that it's going to bring hearing that an artist in January is coming in April? They're going to stay tuned for that. They're going to keep, you know, coming back to see what, when is that artist coming? Because they bought into the artist through the marketing. Um, don't let you just be the only one promoting. They got to no. promote too. That's they right. Too. Bro shared, shared our post. He got his people on it. You know, people mm -hmm. were coming on, congratulating him and, you know, supporting him and being on this platform. And I just think that that's important to have your village, to have your support. Um, because y'all you know, have a great platform. That's right. Do. And don't let no, no nobody try to belittle y'all platform. No. Y'all doing something great here. All you got to do is continue doing with it. Continue going with it. This is a big deal. Y'all don't know how big this is, but this is really a big deal to see you sisters up here and doing this. Just keep doing it. Keep doing, doing it. it. And I We're appreciate y'all for giving me the opportunity. Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't know. This is really big. Even my kids, they were happy and excited. That's where they were sitting here. They were ready to go. That's you know right. I mean? And no, I appreciate you guys it. for that. No, I know that it. you're going to be on Paul Mash TV this week. Yes. Um, so shout yes. out to that. Shout um, to you get to no, shout out to you. You, no, see what I mean, you always making everything. You see what I'm saying? And you make no, it happen. But you, you did what you did what was needed to bring that, you know, to, to life for me. You know, you gave me the information I needed. You, you know, have been pushing, you have been promoting. 
And I just want to give you the opportunity to work through my network of people and alliance that I've built to help bring artists to the to the platform and bring them to attention and notoriety. So, you know, I just thank you for giving me that opportunity as well, you know, is to show you guys, you know, there's other networks out here that we can be working in. And, you know, just as big as, you know, my network is, your network is just as bigger. You know, why not collab? Why not come together? Um I know, I don't know if you heard that we're doing an up north city ball, um, up north sneaker ball. It's basically all about fly kicks um, and people coming out, having a good time. We're going to have some artist performances. Um, and in this time, we're going to basically bring the artists from season two and season one together. Um, and we're going to have like a contest. Um, so as many people as you can get to vote for you, that's important. Mm -hmm. um, we want to tell basically your fans, listen, if you want to get me on this platform where I'm performing at the Up North Sneaker Ball that's going to bring in 500 people to see me perform, um, this is going to be something that's huge because we're going to be able to pay the artists to perform as well. Um, so that's the give back from us is being able to pay the artists to perform at that event um, and just building up their catalog and saying to them, listen, you have a demand, you know, you had over a thousand people vote for you to be, you know, one of the performers. Um, and that's important. You know, I try to give artists different ways to build their notoriety, uh, but also generate a revenue for themselves because it's important to have a demand. Um, in this industry, a lot of people think, oh, because I have so many followers and so many views, but are you selling anything? Yeah. Are you able to pack an audience? Are you able to pack a, a club or a theater? These are the things that people pay attention to. So I'm taking an approach this time around and saying, listen, I want you to vote for the top three artists out of Up North City Girls, out of Real Talk with TML. These top three artists, I'm willing to pay to perform. I'm going to give you a stage. This is what it's about. And having you come, you know, be a part of this 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 thing that we want to bring an, on an annual basis to New England. Um, I think that it's important to, I'm a sneakerhead. Um, that's one thing that I can't seem to get rid of is that one bad habit of loving sneakers. I do. I, I'm I'm my daughter <laughs> It was about the kicks. It was about what you had on your feet. You know, that's the respect. And that for me was like where I always fell in love with sneakers. Um, so I want to try to bring that to Boston and bring it to New England um, and just have a good time with it. Have a good time. Have a lot of brands come out, you know, and do a fashion show. We're going to have a comedy show. I'm going to have a live band there for artists to perform with as well. Um, so we're just trying to, you know, bridge the gap. I, yeah, that, I want you in on this. Like, I think that yeah. you and Loyalty Family, I think that, you know, you're one of the people that I want to sit at the table on making decisions on how we're going about doing this event um, and just have you guys be a part of it. I have other things that I want the artists to, you know, to take advantage of during that time. It's like a networking workshop session type of thing. Um, but it's basically a way for you to get out there at the event and promote your music and get streams and, and just showing artists how to do that on a face-to-face -face basis. You know, we have these digital streaming cards. I don't know if you've seen me market them, but with the digital streaming cards, you have a QC code. And with that QC code, all someone has to do is scan it and they have access to your music. They have access to your YouTube. What is it like to approach somebody face-to-face -face and sell yourself and sell your music? Um, and these are going to be the things that these artists 
I, you know, handpick to get these digital cards to say, hey, listen, hey, you didn't make the top three, but I'm also going to give you another opportunity. And here's mm -hmm. the opportunity for you to go into our event and actually network and get people to stream your music face to face. Yeah. Um, so it it's a lot of different things that I'm just trying to do differently this season and this year um, and just bring that that platform and that circuit for talent in New England and outside of New England. Um, as you know, I work with a lot of artists outside of New England. I try to bring them into our network to create uh, a sense of home for them here. You know what I mean? And, and we have a sense of home in their network, whether it be Atlanta, whether it be Cali. Um, but these are the things that we have to do to kind of collaborate with artists and work with artists. And so that's what I want to see you do too, as well, you know, is work with artists from Cali, work with artists from Texas, work with artists all over the world um, to generate a bigger network. Yeah. That's basically where our views come from outside of, of our hometown. That's right. That's where we learned. That's what we learned that our music is bigger than, that's what I was saying before It's bigger than the neighborhood. That's right. Because it's people so, around the world that can feel what you're going through. Is there anything that you would like to tell your fans? Any last thoughts? Any last okay. things you have upcoming going on that you want us to look out for? Okay. I just definitely want to tell um, the supporters that I, I, I love y'all so much. I really do. From the bottom of my heart. And I really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to my children. And um, to, you know, watch the shows. Uh, the Boxing Bros. And support everything that I do. You know, um been through a lot and you know still going through things and we're gonna go through them together because that's right. um that's what we are fam loyalty inc that's, that's what right. we are family and um i want to let people know that uh the new single lickety split by biba aka big swole featuring my brother boss city hd is dropping february 22nd on all streaming services and it will be followed up with a video and then my son's army ray will be releasing his another single on april 20th called school spirit uh, dedication to the Columbine situation. Wow. Um, and following up in, in another single, and uh, me and my son, we're going to do another song together in June, 654. And then on the 4th of July, we're going to drop the Family OT compilation project. That's what all of us on there as a family. 4th of July. On 4th of July, you know? And um, that's going to be everywhere. Okay. I'll be working on a, 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 my last and official solo project. I really... I'm working on it with so with the brother Malik, Malik uh -huh. Williams. So um, it's gonna. I want to call it Cash App, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> right? Because I will go straight to Cash App. Like, <laughs> I, you, know, you know, I really, I know the streaming situations. I really don't like it. So I'm gonna with this one. I'm gonna prove what I can do. I'm gonna press up flash drives, and I'm really gonna pass this out and sell this to people. Like, That's right. Win. Um, and we're going to really see about these numbers. That's so right. Got a lot of things in, in hand. Like I said, I got the documentary coming called um, uh, The Transformation of Trill. It'll show uh -huh. you uh, my mental health situation and battling mental health and battling uh, with uh, my exercising and, and, and battling with coming back from having a stroke and, and all that. You know, um, it's, that's very emotional because it was a time where my left side was so bad I couldn't even lift nothing so right. i break down in the gym while i'm crying and when i'm able to lift 20 pounds now i'm lifting over my body weight and more you know what that's i'm saying right. so, oh, that's great journey. It's awesome journey it's amazing my me physically transformation is, is beautiful so you want to catch that and then you're going to want to uh definitely boxing bros please subscribe <laughs> to boxing 
Bros. I love those guys so much. And everybody, please tune in to the Up North City Girls. Thanks for coming, Ray. We appreciate you. We're gonna close out. We're gonna close out with your music um, that we had for your promo, and I look forward to having you guys back on the show soon. I know, I know, and I know that you're gonna have more, you know, information yeah. and more things mm-hmm. going on. So I look forward to that, bro, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yes, appreciate keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. work. Right, yes.